Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the world on this We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. Seal set it up. We up, we up, we up. What's new, pussycat? Happy Monday. Happy Monday, y'all. Hope y'all had a dope, fresh fly weekend. I can't wait to tell you about mine. I was in Chicago. I did shows. So I am uh, looking forward to telling you all about that. It is January 22nd, 2024. I can't believe it's almost February, which means it's almost April. Right? <laughs> that's, how it, that's how it works in my mind. If it's almost February, then it's almost April. Um, Minnie Mouse, girl, it's your day. Y'all, it's National Polka Dot Day. You know what that means. Okay, polka dots. <laughs> All right. Yes, that is my trademark joke. Uh, did you know the Surgeon of Truth used to wear polka dots? Like, that was like a vibe for her. So I, I can't, that. I didn't even know they were rocking polka dots at that time like in the universe um, but Sojourner Truth was out here like I am a woman wow okay polka dots <laughs> speaking of polka the Florida State Board of Education is polka dancing around diversity equity and conclusion or maybe they're square dancing remember when uh, we learned that basically in a, yeah. in, a, <laughs> in a state of fear that there was too much other culture coming into this country. Henry Ford got square dancing put into schools mm-hmm. as like an American tradition, which is why all of us know how to do si which yes. I find hilarious. Uh, also, did y'all hear about that door blowing smooth off of an Alaska Airlines flight? Well, you're mm. not going to believe what they're actually like suggesting to give to the passengers as a, my bad, because it's, it's not a sorry. It's a my bad. That's very different. Okay. I'm sorry. And my fault, two different things uh, from the looks of it. Also color purple. Apparently it's like, it's doing well, mm-hmm. but Warner brothers, the distributor says it's not doing the levels that they wanted it to do. Hmm. They're like, if we, they're like, I mean, we got Taraji Henson, a car. This should have made millions right. by now. <laughs> So we're going to talk about all that. Also, somebody other than Jonathan Majors is speaking highly of Coretta Scott King. <laughs> I know you're like, Amanda, when are you going to let it go? Never. Never. All right. We're also going to kick off our group chat topic of the week about polyamory. Mm. <laughs> Are you with it mm. or not? <laughs> all right. Stay connected with us 24-7 on all socials at Seal Set It. And give us a call at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Our phone lines are always open. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. We right here getting you through your day at the Amanda Seal Show. Amanda Seals show. I am Amanda Seals, and it's time for some Black Urit news. Let's lock in. The Florida State, damn. The minute you say Florida, it's like, ah, here, here we, we go. go. <laughs> the Florida State Board of Education has passed a rule to permanently prohibit diversity, equity, and inclusion in the state's 28 state college campuses. I, now, by the way, there's also a whole other situation happening with Florida right now where they are saying that you will be able to sue somebody for defamation yeah. by even suggesting that they could be racist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's crazy. a fine, there's a fine attached to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyways, to stay focused on this one, the strict allegate, the strict regulations will prohibit the use of state or federal funds to administer programs that categorize individuals based on race or sex for the purpose of differential or preferential treatment within the Florida college system. Black folks, 
what should we remove or prohibit Mm. from Florida? Because Florida continues to flex its racist redneck muscles and say, yo, we don't like y'all. And I am from Florida. Like my mother lives in Florida. Like I went to high school in Florida. We talked about Dr. Phillips high school last break. Like that is in Orlando, Florida, Orange County. So I also know that I benefited from DEI and so did the school. Yeah. The school benefited from DEI, right? Like I went to a school that was nestled in an enclave of money, but the school expanded its borders to include people in lower middle class and lower income um, households. Hi, Amanda. So the school ended up becoming way more diverse. And funny enough, it started winning a whole lot more sports. Oh, okay. What a coincidence. Isn't that a coinky dinky? (laughs) Yeah, we weren't just like top level in theater, but, you know, our dance team, our cheerleading. Yeah, everybody got a little bit more saucy, right? Once they did that. So we got to ask the question, how are we going to actually respond to this? Because I think a lot of folks feel like when they hear these things, It don't got nothing to do with them or they think like it can't be stopped. It can't be challenged. It can't be dealt with. And I'm just like, do you understand that people like escape from slave plantations? Yeah, especially in Florida. That was one of the states they were run to. Yeah. Like, but I just want to remind people that like people who had literally absolutely nothing but like the tattered clothes on their backs, like Mm -hmm. escaped from the most violent of situations we could figure out how to not have Florida be popping. You know what I'm saying? Like, like challenge ourselves, challenge ourselves. So here's some ideas. Okay. Well, first of all, your people's the alphas. Okay. Cause that's what that a stands for. I'm assuming on your hat. I know it don't stand for Amanda. Yeah. 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 Okay. Or Alvin. (laughs) Well, I see the black and gold. So (laughs) black and golden, black and golden, black and golden, black and golden. Um, Okay. So the alphas already removed their fraternity convention from Florida. They say y'all could have that. But I think that black athletes shouldn't play for Florida colleges. Mm, That would change the game. Literally. Quick. (laughs) Right? Like, imagine if black athletes were like, nah, we're not going to University of Miami. We're not going to FSU. We're not going to UF. Like, unless it's an HBCU, we're not going. Mm, Yeah. That would change things in like a real way. So I feel like it's, um, I feel like it's very important that we understand that there's like other options. Uh, have you ever been to Florida on like a vacation or on a trip? I have a long, I haven't been in a minute. Like I used to go to Miami all the time, but I kind of stopped going. Not because of this, just I got bored with Miami. So that's the thing though. Terrorism money, like Florida relies a, lo- a whole lot on a tourism lot. money. A lot. So what if we just wasn't doing that no more? Like, and you know what? I'm going to give y'all Disney though, because Ron DeSantis don't like Disney. Mm. So. You could still squeeze in Disney and still make them mad. I think they should get it too. (laughs) (laughs) I just know that people need some sort of like consolation or else they're like, Amanda, it's too much. Yeah. The kids. What about the kids? Take the kids to Six Flags. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing close to the same, but it is what it is. What do you all think? 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. I also feel like the black politicians in Florida are just for show. Because at this mm. point, I'm just like, what are y'all? What are y'all even doing? Oh, black people care. Black people, we should care because saying R.I.P. to D.E.I. is how black advancement in a racist state dies. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll be right back, y'all, to the Amanda Seal Show. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and ooh, it's time to kick off the group chat topic of the week. A recent edition of New York Magazine explores the increasingly mainstream world of ethical non-monogamy, also known as polyamory or open relationships. Now, Whoopi Goldberg had this to say to her co-hosts on this show that has politicians on it all the time and they never challenge them. 
Listen, if you can do more than one thing at a time, yep. you can have a polyamorous relationship. <laughs> yeah. Okay? If you can chew gum and walk, you can do you more than so one thing. So it's multitasking. Oh, yes, it is. It's to me. It's skeevy. Well, <laughs> yes, maybe. Not to everyone. Well, not, not to, to me. Everyone. I'm only speaking no, from you. Speaking you for seem her. like you're speaking from experience. Yeah, so. Okay. You know what? <laughs> if I seem like that, it's because I'm good like that. <laughs> Okay. I'm uncomfortable, dog. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> I'm uncomfortable, dog. All right. Well, let's get into it. Okay. So let's just give you the dictionary definition of polyamory. Uh, the practice of engaging in multiple romantic and typically sexual relationships with the consent of all the people involved. Polyamory means having multiple lovers and polygamy means having multiple spouses. Mm. Um, now, I know that none of us here, TJ, well, maybe I don't know. No, you know. Are, you know. <laughs> <laughs> TJ's like, um, uh, I was the executive producer of Inspiration Show for seven years. I am not about polyamory. Okay. So here's the thing. I have never been in a polyamorous relationship, but I have friends who are. And I actually did a show recently with a sister who does a lot of work talking about polyamory, like on her Instagrams and podcasts and whatnot. And she was letting us know that there are rules. And I think a lot of people think that polyamory means like we just out here, like mm. doing whatever we want. Did y'all think that? I did. I like, did. What could the rules be? Yeah. Okay, so uh, let me try and remember. One, one of the rules that she said was like, if you and somebody are in a polyamorous relationship, like there's an understanding that you're not attached to somebody else significantly. So it's like the equal, there's like equal levels of attachment. So she was like, I have two people that I am like at an equal level of like, those are my mains kind of thing. But she was like, one of them decided they wanted to move in with one of their mains. And so she was like, you know, that that ended the relationship because she felt like that was no longer a polyamorous situation. Now she was going to be like a side piece. And that was that. Look at Supreme's face. Nah, it sounds good, but I wouldn't play it in the club. (laughs) 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 Okay, well, what about it is like is is weird to you? Because that's just going as, as a man, that's just going to give you room to cheat. You can't put boundaries. No, but it's not cheating because it, everyone it, has agreed that it, they're. It's not cheating. It, they agree, but at the end of the day, it is like they're going to feel away. Somebody's going to feel away. That's an assumption. That's not how it is these days, bro. Like, mm. I mean, at the end of the day, you're also assuming that these are all heterosexual relationships. Okay. Like some of these are like I know like one of her partners was trans like a trans man and then the other person was a lesbian okay so she wasn't even involved in the polyamory with um you know a cisgendered heterosexual man <laughs> I just think yeah. at the end of the day some like somebody's gonna feel away like at, like I tried it but is that a oh, oh. oh. like it took too long to say that yeah yeah I try like I'm speaking from somebody that's been there done that like somebody's gonna feel away in okay, my personal think, experience from But is there okay now let me ask you this though were those women polyamorous or were they just trying to be the cool chick Probably just trying to be the cool chick Probably just trying to be the cool chick Yeah yeah Cuz I've definitely yeah. tried to be the cool chick and I was not polyamorous at all I was yeah. just like yeah it's fine I don't care <laughs> Exactly <laughs> so that, that's that's key right there what you just said Amanda because if you think about the number of people that are in relationships and getting cheated on and know that they are getting cheated on so do we not put a title to this? Do we not make this an arrangement? Or do we just, you know, let you go over there and cheat, but just treat me okay as well? Yeah. But that that's called, that is, I think a lot of women do that, right? But yeah. I feel like the reason why a lot of women do that is because they understand, though, that the men don't expect them to also be able to step out. Like they, yeah. so they just, they, they exchange part, right? with like you taking care of me in this way. Like, I think that when we talk about polyamory, like there's a different level of openness that has to be had outside of toxic masculinity as well, because so much of patriarchy is men looking as women as possessions. So it's like, I could step out, but the minute you step out, you will help. It's a problem. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, what do y'all think? I want to hear you because this is our group chat topic of the week. I also want to hear from you all if you think we're bugging about how we're talking about polyamory. School us, please. one 855 amanda 8 That's one 855 We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and it is time to get into some 60-second headlines. <laughs> Supreme, let's catch these people up on what's going down. All right. According to Fannie Mae, after reaching a post-pandemic high of 7.8% last fall, the average 30-year mortgage rate is expected to fall below 6% this year. Hear that, polyamorous couples? You can get your down payment coins together and buy you a three-bedroom house. This is good news right here. Effective February 1st, Walmart is boosting the average salary for their store managers to $128,000 a year for the first time in over a decade. And teachers are still getting paid 50 cents. Right. Like an hour. <laughs> um, but my question is, will Walmart be able to keep those everyday low prices? Mm. We shall see. We shall see. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has suspended his presidential bid and endorses Donald Trump. What a surprise. Gross. I also think that if you see the video of him talking about it, it's like, oh, you're trying to become vice president. Because he mm-hmm. also shades Nikki Haley mm-hmm. in the video. Yeah, I saw that. So he's trying to get in now. Trying to get in now. <laughs> Your man's in them. Representative Jamal Bowman is co-sponsoring a $14 trillion reparations bill for African Americans. I'm not claiming no politicians. Okay, Nobody that's is not my your man's man. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Uh, there's a chasm. There's a chasm. Uh, but he does go on to say that America found the money during the pandemic and the space race. Why can't it be found for the black race? Mm. And I thought that was bars. Yeah. So that lets you know that he is a true <laughs> Wu-Tang fan. So- Those are your 60 second headlines, y'all. You know what to do. Keep it locked right here. We're going to go to the phone lines when we get back to the Amanda Seals show. Don't go anywhere. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. The Amanda Seals show. We up, we up, we up. Talk to me. Yes, y'all. It's the Amanda Seals show. I am your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals. Thanks for listening. And remember, if you miss any of the show, you can check us out wherever you get your podcast. It's available there. And we would love for you to follow us on Instagram and YouTube at Seals Said It. So you can get involved in our digital community of things. All right. Let's go on the phone. Who is this? What's good, Amanda? What's good, Supreme? It's Jai. I'm calling in from Houston, Texas. And I'm just calling to chime in on the topic where y'all have said millennials are afraid of getting older. Well, I'm just here to tell all the millennials out there, there's nothing wrong with getting older. You know, every year that you're able to have a birthday is a year that you're alive. So, hey, if you're not getting older, that means you're dead. All right. <laughs> Y'all be safe out in these streets. Bye. <laughs> Appreciate you. <laughs> she said, I'll give it to you wrong. If you're not getting older, it's because you're dead. All right. There you go. Take that. Run with it. Embrace it. Internalize it. And get used to it. Because if you're here, you got to make the best of it. All right. Remember to hit us up. one 855 That's 1-855-262-6328. You can get your voice played on the radio just like them. All right. Coming up next hour. What did Alaska Airlines give to the passengers who were aboard the plane when the door flew off midair? <laughs> Honey, child, we're going to fill you in, all right, when we get back to the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. 
the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist here for another day of giving you the goodness. All right. We're giving you the laughs, the facts, bringing you into this week on a high note. Happy birthday if you're celebrating a birthday today. Salento. Uh, do you know who Salento is? Um, what's the, I can't remember his name, but I do remember the song, if that's what we're talking about. My, well, yeah, wait. I didn't know who Salento was. But oh, yeah, that's his name. I thought the song was called Salento. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's his name. But what's the song, DJ Supreme? Watch me whip. Mm-hmm. Watch me nene. Uh, watch yeah. Whip, whip, whip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of DJs, it is also DJ Jazzy Jeff's birthday. Yeah, the yeah. legend, the legend. And speaking of uh, other things that are involved with DJ Supreme, it is George Foreman's birthday, yeah. and Supreme was nice on the Foreman Grill. Legendary, legendary. <laughs> all right, so all of that. Also, uh, it's the posthumous birthday. It's a heavenly birthday to the late Sam Cook. Mm-hmm. I was born by a river mm-hmm. in a little tent. Okay. All right, coming up this hour. We got Blackyard News, Alaska Airlines. First of all, y'all, Boeing had another plane. Yes. What? Boeing had a freight plane, you know, like FedEx and stuff. Like yeah. they, he, they had a freight plane with the engine caught on fire. When? Yesterday. Oh. It's not like someone was filming, like, it's on fire. And the plane, like, they played the air traffic control and they're like, yeah, we have an engine on fire. I'm always amazed at how calm pilots are. Yeah, we have an engine on fire. We're going to need to reroute back to our original destination. Thank you. I'm just like, um, wow. So, but never forget when Kev on stage was on my podcast, Small Doses, he had worked for Boeing when he lived in Washington. And he said that they roll out a new plane in 11 days. What? Yes. From wow. start to finish, 11, 11 days, days. That was up in the air. Mm-hmm. I don't know about y'all, but I want weeks for my planes to be built. I want Absolutely. weeks. Absolutely. Yeah, 11 <laughs> I want weeks. They done skipped something. Well, we have got your big up let down, which involves a storage unit, rent a center, and some bullies. And I got to tell y'all about my weekend in Chicago. So that's what we're going to do for the next hour. So make sure you don't go anywhere. Give us a call, 1 855 Amanda 8, and share your things you learned this week. I know y'all got some knowledge this week, and I want you to share it because knowledge is power. All right. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. Y'all, it's the Amanda Seals Show. What's going on? What's crack-a-lacking? It's time for some pop culture news. Are y'all ready? Are you ready? Let's do it. If y'all didn't hear about this story, I know you saw it. (laughs) 20 minutes after Alaska SkyWest Flight 1282 took off from Portland, a piece of fuselage broke loose causing a mid-flight door to fly open and to blow out. By the way, I know that when this happened, Spirit Airlines was like... <laughs> Not us this time. <laughs> take that, take that, take that. So passengers reported this. A boy's shirt was sucked off his torso and out through the hole. Yeah. Okay, which is wild. Uh, a mother was holding on to her child. Several other passengers suffered non-life-threatening injuries. I know somebody's Air Force Ones got taken out the out the uh, oh, hole, wow. like someone's phone. And so Alaska Airlines obviously provided a full refund, which was the le- like the absolute least they could do. Yo. <laughs> but then they also provided $1,500 each to wow. cover any incidental expenses and mental health services. What? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> they missed a zero at least. Like Exactly. So six passengers filed a potential class action lawsuit against Boeing, claiming the manufacturer owes them and the other 165 passengers compensation for injuries and other harms caused by the incident. You know, just on the simple fact that, like, these people will never be able to watch Lost. I mean, I don't blame them. They shouldn't watch Lost because the ending is going to piss you off. But that's grievance. okay? (laughs) that is a pain and grievance. Now, one thing I wanted to talk about, though. Is that this okay? So you agree, Preem, that like fifteen hundred is nonsense? Yes? Absolutely. Like that. What? That's another flight, right? So the compensation we agree does not match the situation. The compensation don't match the situation. So I want to run down some cases that people came up off of. Mm. All right. Do y'all remember 
1992, McDonald's got hit up because a woman sitting in a car in Albuquerque, New Mexico was burned by McDonald's coffee. I remember that. <laughs> I remember hearing about that like in middle school. Yeah. This jury awarded her $160,000 in compensatory damages. Okay. That's one person who spilled coffee. Yeah. Okay. But the trial judge gave her $480,000 oh. on top of that. Hmm. What did she? I'm and I, I, okay. She came up. Dow Corning silicone breast implants. In 1998, Dow Corning reached a settlement and agreed to pay. Are you ready? $3.2 billion. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> as part of a class action suit filed by customers who claimed that their silicone breast implants were rupturing, causing injury and bodily damage. Each woman received between $12,000 and $60,000. The right. company also paid $5,000 to women wishing to just remove their implants and $25,000 to women whose implants had ruptured. Wow. Now let's talk about the biggest class action suit of all time. In, well, actually, guess any idea? Um, I would have said the McDonald's thing because that was the one that I always heard about, but um, I have no idea on this one. Okay, so the tobacco case, oh. two thousand two, Philip Morris faced charges in a suit filed by a woman who had lung cancer. She claimed that smoking cigarettes had caused her illness and that her tobacco addiction resulted from the tobacco company's failure to warn her of the risk of smoking. And the company was ordered to pay punitive damages of $28 million. Woo, woo, woo. Shout out to our uh, resident historian here, Kimberly Renee, because she said that uh, the woman who got burned was 79-year-old Stella Liebeck and that she actually burned her groin. Oh. And so, yeah, she was going to have to pause at the nursing home after yeah. that. So that's that. All right. But I feel like, okay, some things that they could have given them a lifetime of free flights. Don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> after that, don't want it. <laughs> Keep it. <laughs> All right. What about this? Airline stocks. Eh. I don't know, because that goes up and down. Like, you have to cash out, like, when you're up. And it depends on how much they give you, too. Like, that might be $1,500. <laughs> so is there anything that they could have given the passengers that you feel would have been sufficient? I think they got to start at 15000 Like, 15000 would have been a good starting place. And we can we can we talk about it a little bit later. <laughs> all right. So DJ Supreme Esquire will get in the courtroom a little bit later. All right. We're going to start at 15,000. What do y'all think? Call me up 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. When we come back, I got to tell y'all about my weekend. I was back on stage for the first time in a year in Chicago. So I'm going to fill you in when we return to the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Yes, y'all. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals here. Shout out to everybody listening and checking in with us. Uh, shout out to everyone who was in Chicago this weekend with me. I got a chance to uh, do two shows for two nights, and I haven't been on stage in a very long time as a headliner, right? Like, I've done some, like, little stand-up 10-minute sets here and there, but I haven't been on stage since I was in Chicago in December of 2022. We're doing, like, a whole hour oh, wow. of stand-up. And uh, we also did In Amanda We Trust Live. So I've been taking my documentary 
about politics and the government to places. And then we do trivia with the audience where the audience basically schools each other. And then we have a Q&A after with a guest and the guest is an organizer from that city. So we had uh, this brother, Damon A. Williams, who joined us. He's an incredible organizer in Chicago. He has his own podcast, Ergo, but his father is also like a, a well-known Chicago comedian, Damon Williams. Same okay, name. I thought that was but, the same guy. All right. I, I've seen his father before. So yeah, nice. They, I mean, they loved this man, Supreme. Like, cause he was speaking. It's just incredible to see when people are really in their purpose. Like he was okay. really just dropping all the gems. And it was so dope to just see this idea that I had in my mind of this like safe space where people are teaching each other learning considering other you know pathways forward in this country coming to fruition because people were really like willing to talk and challenge each other and and teach each other so that was really great i also learned that i am still funny okay (laughs) (laughs) yes uh that was great to find out i'm still funny i my first show I just did an hour off top. Like I didn't do any material. I just talked and went with the flow. And uh, I want to shout out the Chicago crowd for, for giving me the space to do that. And for, you know, being there. I mean, when you come out to a standing ovation, you'd be like, Oh, I'm I'm here. (laughs) I'm here. I got this. This is me. This is me. Um, So that was cool. It was speaking of cool. It was so cold. Oh my goodness. It was 18 degrees. Chicago. I know, but I mean, golly, it was 18 degrees. And, um, you know, it's it's interesting to just be in another setting and hear the different kind of conversations that people are having. In the hotel, I was listening to folks, and I mean, everybody was just talking about their kids. And I'm thinking about, like, <laughs> where are y'all's kids? <laughs> everybody was just there talking about their kids. But I had a really great time, and I want to shout out Chicago for for always showing up and showing out. We were able to sell out the shows and, uh, you know, do the daggone thing. So, but shout out to Reg Thomas, my opener, who who sets things off for me in the right way, in the best way. That was fun. And uh, you know what? I'll be in another city shortly. So make sure you go to amandaseals.com to check me out. Dallas, I'm coming your way February 25th. It's a Sunday, so get your things organized, all right? Get, get, get ready, all right? I'll be there. We'll be right back uh, to the Amanda Seals Show with a big up, let down. Don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's time for the Big Up Letdown on the Amanda Seal Show. Yes, yes, y'all. What's cracking? It's the Amanda Seal Show, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals. And it is time for my Big Up Letdown of the day. Today's Big Up, Big Up goes to a couple in Philadelphia Mm. for living in a storage unit undetected for hella long. (laughs) Like, you got to be really on your stealth moves to pull this off. Leland Brown Jr. actually ended up throwing it off because he uploaded a video of himself (laughs) and his partner living in this storage unit inconspicuously. Now, he'd been documenting his journey of homelessness on TikTok since last March. Uh, But take a listen to how he described their living situation. I live in the storage unit because it's cheap in comparison to an apartment. Living here is actually really comfortable. I get a lot of things that I need and want to get done here. I can exercise. I can use the bathroom. I can play music anywhere in the unit. It's climate controlled in here, so it's nice and warm. This unit is 24 hours, so I can come here anytime I want, stay here as long as I need to. We can take naps if we need to and go to sleep. So this is our living space. Very, very grateful to have this space. The next goal is to get an RV. The next goal after that, tiny home. And if we want to eat, I just cook right out front. Or we'll just prepare something cold inside of the unit. Sandwiches, a lot of times we make salad. If we want to get power, we use our power bank. They also have power here so we can charge our power bank. Me and my baby will live here as long as we need to. You know, the thing about this, though, is that like he shouldn't have to be in this situation, right? Like, there's no reason that there should not be abundance of affordable housing for folks. Like, why do people got to live in a storage unit? Like, why is there spaces for property and not spaces for people? Get, explain it to me somebody somebody but you know what he gets a big up for his innovation but the problem is y'all and these mm, got mm, dang mm. phones man they got y'all him up out of there 
<laughs> I was sad they got him up out of there after that, too. I was like, this is a good idea. I started Googling storage units around here. Supreme. <laughs> <laughs> well, the video got 18 million uh, views. And I if, I wonder if they started to go fund me for him so that they him and his baby can get yeah. an actual RV like they planned. Uh, now, today's letdown. Today's letdown goes to bullies because y'all going to have to find a new thing to bully the kids about who are showing up in school with them bobos. That's right. All you kids who couldn't afford sneakers, baby, there's a new option. Rent-A-Center is mm. now renting out <laughs> Jordans for $19.99 a week. <laughs> so these Air Jordan 5 Racer Blues, they sell for about $300 on like secondary sneaker sites. You know, mm-hmm. like, uh, uh, why am I blanking? Like Stadium Goods, Go, yeah. Ed, et cetera, right? Not end, but you know what I mean. Okay, well, if you rent the sneakers and you surpass... $375 in rental, then you can purchase the sneakers for $525. Come on now. <laughs> you know what this reminds me of, though? Rent-a-swag. Shout out to all my people who used to watch Parks and Rec because this was our rent-a-swag. This was his whole business, rent-a-swag. But I feel like this is a real thing. Like, if you're a parent and your kid is just getting just ramshackled at school because they don't got the flyest clothes, because these kids these days... Like everybody is just OD. Here's an option, you know, and you can tell them like, okay, you get these for two, you know, two weeks and that's it. (laughs) That's all they need them for. Exactly. (laughs) I'm stepping out. All right. I'm stepping out. That's your big up letdown, y'all. Hit me up 1-855-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. So keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals here. Earlier, I was talking about my trip to Chicago this weekend. And uh, you know you pop in when, like, somebody in your field who's also popping, like, shows up at your show. Mm. And I know y'all have been seeing Corporate Aaron. Uh, it's a character that Lisa Beasley, a comedian out of Chicago, created. And she has been taking over the internet. She was on Tamron Hall the other day. And I looked down the audience, and there she was. There was Lisa Beasley at the show. I was like, yes! Comedic sisters aligning in in one place so shout out to Lisa that was a beautiful thing and you know I love seeing us support each other right I love seeing us support each other because I'd be posting her videos and uh you know just sharing her dopeness with folks and so I was glad to see her there as I shared my dopeness with folks all right hit us up 1-855-AMANDA-8 that's 1-855-262-6328 coming up next hour Dr. Martin Luther King's granddaughter just dropped a new book and she's speaking out telling the world more about McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Her grandmother... You know, who Coretta Scott King actually was, not just how she lives in Jonathan Majors' mind. (laughs) All right, we'll also get into my Small Doses uh, podcast segment, Side Effects of Deconstructing Karen with Sayera Rao and uh, Regina Jackson. All that and more is coming up right here on your favorite place for the laughs and the facts. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.
what's going on. It's the Amanda Seals Show. It's your girl, Amanda Seals. Thank y'all for listening. All right. Appreciate you. I know that we are uh, in some of y'all's houses. We're in your cars. We're, we're with you at work, et cetera. But I hope whatever we, wherever we are, I hope we are raising your vibration, your knowledge, your joy, your spirits, all of it. Okay. Because nobody likes a Monday. I like a Monday, but that's irrelevant. Uh, did you know that it was on this day? Back in 1973. Okay. That the Supreme Court issued its decision in Roe versus Wade, legalizing abortion nationwide. Wow, I didn't know it was that long ago. Or that close, actually. Yeah, 73 don't feel, I mean, too long ago. I mean, like, I'm talking about from the time we were born to, you know, I didn't know that it was that recent from there. Yeah, less than 10 yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. Yep, 81 babies. There you go. Well, we don't got Roe v. Wade no more. Why? Because, well, these folks came in and we didn't take it seriously. And here we go. You know, mm. there it is. Clarence Thomas. So, oh, man, that guy, that fish. Well, we got some Black Your News to talk about. Uh, Yolanda Renee King, the granddaughter of Coretta Scott King and Martin Luther King. She is ready to tell the world about who her grandmother really was. So we're going to talk about that. Also, execs at Warner Brothers Distribution House, the studios that put out Color Purple, not too pleased. He said it's not getting them dollars the way that they thought it was. They mm. thought it was going to be where the, where the, what is it? Where the money is at? Where the, where the money where the resides. Money, where the money <laughs> resides. And apparently it is not the zip code of the money. It's not. Uh, also, we're going to talk about my Small Doses podcast segment. This week, we had Regina Jackson, Syra Rowe, talking about side effects of deconstructing Karen. Uh, these are two ladies that uh, got really popping during the pandemic because of BLM, and they were doing these dinners where they were basically having dinner with white women and telling them they're racist. <laughs> and the clips went viral, as they should. So we're going to get into all of that right here at the Amanda Seals Show, so you know what to do. Stay with us, because it's only going to get better. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and it's time for some Black Year at News. All right, so in a recent interview promoting her new book, We Dream a World, 15-year-old Yolanda Renee King, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s only grandchild, highlighted the importance Coretta Scott King played in the civil rights movement before and after the death of Martin Luther King. Let's listen. I, I think that a lot of times in history, people really forget about how much of a, a role she played in yeah. the movement and yeah. how really influential um, how influential she was. And, and a lot of people don't know this, but actually um, prior to the beginning of um, my grandfather joining the movement, she was a part of the peace movement, mm -hmm. which took places um, on college campuses in the 40s. And right. she was the one who actually um, got my grandfather involved in the mm. movement and who encouraged him to be involved in the movement. When they first met, they talked she was the spark. about the movement. Yes, and, and so she was she was really involved. And I think that a lot of people um, perceive my grandmother as uh, the wife of Dr. King and 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 eventually the the just the widow of Dr. King. And they also don't realize that after his death, how much she did to really keep yeah. um, King yeah. alive. I feel like if there was not someone like her behind, um, behind, I guess, his legacy and, and keeping the dream and keeping his yeah. message and spreading the message throughout the world, I, I don't think, well, we wouldn't have the King holiday. And I and I feel like yeah. that wow. the presence of my grandfather would have would have been gone with For her. sure. I love what she's saying, you know, such wise words from out the mouth of babes. And, uh, you know, I think a lot of people just really romanticize the civil rights movement, but forget that like women were really sequestered during that time as well. Like women weren't really like expected to speak out about things and definitely weren't expected to be at the front of, of things. And so, you know, there were a lot of women that were very deeply entrenched in the civil rights movement that kind of have, have become nameless. Um, you know, but we we show a lot of love to people like Fannie Lou Hamer, you know, Diane Nash has become a name that more people have learned about over time. Uh, but, you know, even someone like Coretta Scott King, who is right there, they're like, oh, you know, is she always going to be known as Martin Luther King Jr.'s wife? 
like Simone Biles' husband. And oh, I man. love that her <laughs> granddaughter is giving her the opportunity uh, in in death to, to have a whole new life uh, through her work and through her writing. So make sure you go out and get that book, okay? And support a young Black author. You know, support a young Black author. The book is called um, We Dream a World. We Dream a World. Also, there's a random, just to know, like, Coretta Scott King, even after uh, Martin Luther King passed, like she was continuing his legacy, as her granddaughter said, but she also was very involved in like LGBTQIA plus rights and said that, you know, she feels that if Martin Luther King had still been alive, like he would have been entering into that fight. She was very good friends with Bayard Rustin, who, as we know, planned the March on Washington, but kind of got pushed to the side because he was gay. So, you know, there was a lot of issues that I feel like, um, you know, folks don't necessarily align with the messaging of Dr. King, but that got to be carried forward with uh, Coretta and um, we got to continue to carry those forward. Now we always got to ask the question, you see the saying goes behind every great man is a great woman. But I say because of a great black woman, there are great men. There you have it. There we go. We'll be right back. Uh, Isn't Martin Luther King Jr. an alpha? Wasn't he an alpha? Yes, yes, yes. Yes, he definitely was. There we go. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. <laughs> the Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. It's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. It's time for some pop culture, some pop culture news, y'all. So, Supreme, have you gotten a chance to see Color Purple musical? I did not see the new one yet. I did not see the new one yet. I I, I don't know how I feel about them doing a classic over like that. I'm I'm gonna catch it when it comes out on. Even though it was on Broadway as a musical, I saw it when it was on Broadway as a musical. But I I'll, I'll catch it when it's on a streaming network or something like that. I'm gonna watch it. I mean, I feel some type of way that my homeboy, Brandon Victor Dixon, who originated the role of Harpo in A Color Purple on Broadway, was not tapped to play mm. a role in the expansion of the of the movie, you know, of the story from Broadway to film. So I just want to say that. Have you saw you know. it? You saw it already? I did not get to see it okay. yet. Um, but, you know, apparently after pulling in 18 million and landing in the top spot on its Christmas Day release, which was the largest Christmas Day opening in 14 years, um, apparently it's struggling. It struggled to garner $5 million in ticket sales in the second week. And unfortunately, you know, you know what that usually means when a movie drops like that. It means that black people are not telling their friends to go see it. Oh, because mm. we are grassroots marketers you know it's very word of mouth that pushes people to go see it it's not like a marvel film where it's people's excitement about something yeah. that they're really vested in beyond you know so when it comes to black movies it's like oh you got to go see this and then we go see it i mean that's why we have watch don't watch with desmond thorne every yeah, right? friday right here at the amanda <laughs> seal show um so apparently the movie has seen 74.1 earnings drops since the first week of release. And people are really trying to blame this on Taraji. Yeah. I think that's a deflection. I think so too. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think she should not, this was not the time for her to be saying these things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, but that being said, um, I feel like if you're thinking, it, I, I don't know anybody that like heard what Taraji said and was like, oh, they didn't get Taraji a car. I no, no, I'm, I'm boycotting the movie. <laughs> like, I just don't see that. I just don't see that. But apparently it's lost $75 million to date. So this, it, so here's the other part of this too, though. Let's say that it was Taraji keeping it a buck that that deaded it. This should be a lesson to all studios mm-hmm. moving forward. Yep. Take care of your performers so they don't tank the release by keeping it a buck about your whackness. You know now, what, Amanda? You know, I was just going to say, I was side-eyeing Oprah after hearing Taraji talk mm. about different things. It made me look at her in a different light. It really did. And I love Oprah. I still do. But, but why? I, why do I love Oprah? Why do you love Oprah? Well, you know what I think from a journalistic standpoint and what she's what she's been able journalistic. to do. Journalistic? Wait a Oprah being a journalist, this. <laughs> Oprah, oh my God, she started doing she started doing television news. So I look at her as a journalist. And I but I mean, her. the Oprah that we know is not because of her being a journalist. <laughs> like the Oprah we know is her being a talk show host. You, you well, don't yeah, think probably, so? 
probably my experience in the media is, has a lot to do with how I look okay, up fair. to her. So that's why I, I guess I went there. That was a little bit off. But so that in the Oprah effect, the world seems to love Oprah. And that shined a light on Oprah that was not necessarily a positive light. Yeah, I mean, I think that anytime I've had to even come to grips with myself and I'm not in any way, shape or form uh, mirroring myself at the level of Oprah in terms of stature. But it's like if everything about you that people are saying is good, then it's fake. Facts like you're controlling the narrative. You're not being 100. Like so if all of the narrative about you, the only the only (laughs) example of this that I would say the anomaly is is Keanu Reeves. That's the only one. Mm. You know, never got, no one ever has anything negative to say about Keanu Reeves and that's because he is a saint. All right? And so that's (laughs) just that on that. Go ahead. I just want to say also one thing. The one person on the squad that didn't see the original movie saw the new movie and y'all didn't see it. So I just want to go on the record to say Uh, uh, (laughs) I just want to go on the record to say that that means nothing. (laughs) Y'all, TJ tried to come for us. I went and saw the new one. I went and saw the new one. Well, you can still go and see the new one. It stars Fantasia, Taraji P. Henson, Danielle Brooks, Coleman Domingo, Halle Bailey, and more. It is in theaters now. Go out there and support our Black films, all right? What are your thoughts on The Color Purple if you went like TJ to go see it? Hit us up. 1855 Amanda 8. That's 1 855 We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say, they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Hey, y'all, this is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and it is time for my Small Doses podcast episode clip of the week. Have y'all listened to my podcast? Small Doses podcast, by the way, six years old. Six years old this year, 2024. Six years old. And I don't think y'all understand how long six years is when you're doing an episode a week. We have never taken a week off. Like, we always have an episode every week. There has not been a week where people are like, dang, I didn't get the show this week. You got a show. Even if it was a replay, you got a show. So shout out to me and my uh, my Small Doses team because we continue to deliver and we're going to expand. We're growing this year and I'm really excited to uh, be bringing y'all some new Small Doses experiences, especially the people who subscribe to my Patreon. So this week, we had Side Effects of Deconstructing Karen with Regina Jackson and Syra Rowe. These are two women that started doing these dinners during Black Lives Matter era of things where they were basically teaching white women about their racism, but not in a fun and fluffy kind of way. Let's check and listen to the clip. And that's also white supremacy culture. That is the magical black and brown women are supposed to always keep our head up, always lead the way. We're not allowed to have a bad day. We're not allowed to have a moment of doubt. And I don't have self-doubt. I have doubt about y'all. I don't have doubt. About, I'm not having self-doubt. I have white women doubt. And so the, the minute that happens, it's like, oh my God, if you lose hope, how about this? You get yourself some hope. Yeah. You don't worry about my hope. You go get yourself some hope. You worry about you. And we had a white woman who worked with us who went full-blown Karen. We're not going to name her name, but she did say something poignant, which was, we hate black and brown women because you don't hate yourselves. Damn. Mm. That was wild when she said that. Yeah. (laughs) That was a bar. Because I didn't know, like, I I was like, is that like a thing? But I would get, you know, there's shame, right? There's shame as there should be. And as outside of just the racism of it all, like white men and toxic masculinity has also had like a super adverse effect on like white women's like 
positioning of like their own identities and self-love, et cetera. So it was fascinating uh, to talk about that with them. And they have spent a lot of time with a lot of white women who were trying to navigate understanding their own privilege and racism. And it really was a great episode that people have been sharing with me that they really loved. So make sure you check it out. Uh, Small Doses Podcast, wherever you get your podcast, side effects of Deconstructing Karen with Regina Jackson and Saira Rowe. And you can watch the visuals on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV. Stay right there, y'all. I've got more to say and I'm going to say it up next. So keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seals Show. Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals. And uh, I wanted to say, you know, we were talking about the color purple earlier. And I don't want to rag on uh, on Oprah by any means. I mean, I think the reality, though, is that when we see people that have such incredible wealth, you just can't help but be like, why would anybody want for anything that's involved with you? Right. <laughs> I think maybe that's the thought process. Right. Because, you know, Oprah has money that I can't even conceptualize. Like, she has, like... Like the gross, you know, the gross national product of a country kind of money. Yeah. Um. So I think that's really where people are kind of like, mm. but I still stand on. I don't think that's why people didn't go see the movie the second week. Nah, I don't think so either. And you would think that Oprah's movie set would definitely be extra fancy. Like she gave people cars before on a show. Like you just under the street, everybody, you get a car, you get like, you get a car. come on, Oprah. <laughs> So, I mean, I think the other part of it, too, is that we also like are still getting to understand because a lot of people didn't know about like studio systems and production companies and all these things until the strike happened. But just know that they be really cheap and scrimping all the time, even though they are rolling in dough. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's only it's only right that folks start calling them out on it. So that's what's my thoughts on that. Shout out to Taraji. And uh, I hope that wherever she is, she's feeling good. <laughs> feeling good and feeling great. We'll be right back with some politicians say the darndest things. Don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seal Show. You're home to listen, laugh, and learn. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the show <laughs> going for a different audience today <laughs> what's good man what's good man it's the amanda seals show i'm amanda seals and uh it's time to listen laugh and learn because i have the word of the day the word of the day hmm. i love this word actually uh my mom uses this word a lot the word of the day is harangue supreme do you know what harangue means harangue not to be confused with orangutan. Yeah, harangue. Maybe that means playing around. It's a noun. It's a noun. Mm-hmm. Hmm. To describe. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say maybe playing around, like monkeying around, you're haranguing around all over the place, but that's obviously <laughs> because wrong. Because of orangutan. <laughs> <laughs> that's obviously wrong. <laughs> so, my mom, like, loves words, but I feel like. I'm not even going to blame it on her with being West Indian, but sometimes she'd be using words in the wrong way. Like, like it will be a noun, but she's using it as a verb. <laughs> so the word harangue means a noun that means a forceful or angry speech or piece of writing. Okay. Okay. So in a sentence, it means like people's harangues in my Instagram comments are so extra. So I block mm. them. I got time today. Blocked. I got time today. And blessed. <laughs> But my mom would use it like, stop haranguing me. <laughs> oh, she turned it into a whole thing. Whole other thing. Yeah, whole other thing. Now, uh, we are amazed every day that these politicians hit us with another harangue of the darndest things. Uh, so make sure you keep it locked to check out who we got today. Also, 60 Second Headlines is going to catch you up. And my big up and let down are going to let you in on how you can rent your J's and how you can live in a rental. 
that is not an apartment. We're going to get into all of that, all right? If you miss any of the show, remember to listen to our daily podcast available wherever you get your podcast. Just search The Amanda Seal Show. Keep it up, keep it locked, and uh, we're going to be right back to listen, laugh, and learn. Everybody, 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 what's going on? What's going on? Happy Monday to everybody out there. It's your girl, Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. I was uh, out in Chicago this weekend and I was talking about uh, politics because I was doing a screening of my documentary in Amanda We Trust Live where we have trivia and we do Q&A. And I was really impressed by how much the audience knew about the systems in place and, you know, the ideas they had around how we can really make change in this country. And sometimes I feel like people think we don't need to make change or maybe it's just too much or too difficult. But man, when you hear things like this, you got to listen. This is Florida Representative Matt Getz and his forehead explaining why Republicans don't need women voters. And for, for the men out there, this one is for you. What I could tell you is like for every Karen we lose, there's a there's a Julio and a Jamal ready to sign up for the MAGA movement. And that abodes well for our ability to be more diverse. Did you hear what he just said? It was cat. I don't know, man. On my internet, I can't tell if it's a bot or a real person, but a lot of Jamals be definitely like, yeah, I'm on that Trump wave. <laughs> Not I <Jamal's>. mean, we <laughs> <laughs> just shouted out your man Jamal Bowman earlier. Come on now. <laughs> Why you gotta put his name in it? Well, what he's saying is, you know, he's speaking about Latinx, well, Latino men and uh, black men and saying that we don't need women because we have the men on our side. And I think for the brothers, y'all should really take that personal because I know that in the last election, there was a lot of brothers who felt slighted because the number of black women who had voted was so much higher and they were like, well, we did vote, you know, like don't leave all of us out. Like some of us really did what we were supposed to do. And other, there was a whole group of brothers that you know, just didn't feel like they needed to be a part of it. But that being said, when you hear him saying this, that's the equivalent of how mad everybody was when Joe Biden said, well, if you don't vote for me, you're not black. Yeah. They're all saying the same mess. Yeah. Yeah. That I, I I didn't think of it like that, but yeah, I wonder how many Jamals he actually speaks to or Julio's on a regular basis to know what's really going on. So yeah, well he's in Florida, and let me tell you something: the Florida Cubans want to be white so oh, bad. Okay, mm. so he's talking to a lot of Julio's that are calling themselves Julius. Got you know, got you, got you. <laughs> So there's that. But let me know what you think. 1-855-AMANDA-H-Y-L. That's 1-855-262-6328. When we get back, we got your 60-second headlines. Don't go anywhere. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Oh, man, it's been a full day. It's been a full day. That's how I, Today feels like how I felt on Saturday. Like, I was trying to leave my hotel room in Chicago and... I just kept seeing video after video of nonsense that I would have to like speak about. Like mm. it was like Kamala said some nonsense. I had to talk about that. And then it was like another Kamala video. I was like, oh my God, I have to get this on my chest. And then there was another video about Palestine that I was just like, oh my gosh, what is this? I mean, I just couldn't leave because there was so much to get across. And that's basically what today's show was. We had a lot to talk about. Uh, we were down in Florida twice talking about the Board of Education deading DEI and then Governor Ron DeSantis deading his presidential bid. Uh, we also talked about Alaska Airlines, even though no one ended up dead. The passengers who were on that plane that had a piece of the parts fly off, you know, they really didn't get what they, what, well, Supreme and I don't feel that they At got all. their just due, their just compensation. So check out that. And also it was really nice to hear from Yolanda Renee King, Dr. King's only grandchild. 15, y'all. She's dropped a new book, We Dream a World, where she talks about her grandmother in her own words. And, you know, the conspiracy theorists, this is when they would come in and be like, now you see, that's why Jonathan Majors was talking about Coretta Scott King because he was pushing the narrative that needed to be pushed to sell the books by the grandchild. See, it's all okay. It makes, that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We also kicked off our group chat topic of the week. So here it is. It's about polyamory or like open relationships. What are your thoughts on open relationships? How do you define an open relationship? If you are polyamorous, please, I'm begging you, call us up. 
Let us into your world. Tell us what really is the true experience versus the heteronormative BS being attached to your experience because that's something that happens a lot. So give us a call, one 855 8 that's one 262 If you missed any part of the show, you can check us out wherever you get your podcasts, all right? Uh, coming up on Tuesday's show, history was just made at Spelman College, y'all. Where them dollars at? And what icon has a documentary coming out during Black History Month? We're going to get into that. Also, we're going to let you vent about voting. We love when you call us up and vent about voting. We've got the Big Up Let Down and 60 Second Headlines. All that and more coming up on Tuesday's Amanda Seals Show. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Peace, y'all. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up.